stripes in the gray. Uh -huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh -huh. My niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh -huh. You wanna see the inside, huh? I'll see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh -huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh -huh. Here come my intuition. Uh -huh. Go in this nigga pocket, rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh -huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, I'll corner my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
I was young, I had two pair of leads. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm sewing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside, huh? I'll see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. They come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. With milks with chocolate. The cookies, butter crunch. And I ain't have to be in school by 10 I've been, began to encounter With my counter parts Of how to burn the block apart Break it down into sections Drugs by these selections Some use pipes, others use injections Syringe sold separately Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson Like my dick was missing To protect my position, my corner, my layer While we out here, say the hustler's prayer If the game shakes me or breaks me I hope it makes me a better man
I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? i see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. Here come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. The hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hand. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, sky's the limit. There you go. That's where we started.
Ah, okay. There we go. Good lord. I don't know why. Dude, okay. So it did it on the Discord too. When me and Sir K got in the chat, my mic sounded like shit and it like reset. I don't know. My computer updated last night. So I think mm. it just reset it. Okay. I am so sorry for that. But okay. I think I'm good now. Let me know if I'm good. Let me know if I sound good. Um, But my computer updated last night. So I'm assuming that has something to do with it. And usually it doesn't reset all my mic options, but. I guess today it did. Um, whatever. But yes. Um, hello everybody. Hello, Bell. Hello, Manager Logan. And thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bell, for the birthday wishes. Um, it was a very good day. It was a very good day. I went to so uh, I went to a couple uh collectible shops, some wrestling figure shops, uh, with my pops. Um, in the beginning of the day, uh, which was very nice. Didn't find nothing, but it was very nice, uh, nonetheless. And um, uh, yeah. And then after that, just came home, uh, hung out, watched Raw, and then um, hung out with you guys at the end of the night, man. So it was it was very nice. But with the schedule we have for the next two weeks, uh, I said it Monday, dude, but the party really is just getting fucking started, man. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited, bro. But um, but yeah, it was very good nonetheless. So thank you so much. Um, I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, how the hell is everybody doing, man? How the hell is everybody doing? Um. Uh, yeah, bro. So, man, um, when you say fur baby, do you mean cat? I'm assuming that means cat, but just to clarify, is it a cat or a dog? Um, but anyways, man, we got some interesting stuff to go over here with you guys today, man. And then at the end, we're going to end you guys off with the, um, we're going to end you guys off with the, uh, Full Gear 2023 predictions, man. Also, don't forget, tomorrow, after Full Gear, your Notorious Heels will be on here after the show with the post-show review, man, Um, after after the pay-per-view goes off the air, man. So, it's going to be a good one. It's exciting, man. It's going to be very exciting, and I'm pumped, bro. So, yeah, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. But, uh, anyways, anyways, man, I guess we can... Go ahead and hop right into the intro, bro. So, what is going on, everybody? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast and another edition of the news. And with that, man, if this is your first time watching, guys, do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we're on here with Notorious Unscripted, and every Friday, we are on here with the news. If you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, the birthday edition for yours truly, um... Did WWE rush Santos Escobar's heel turn? Uh, we talked about all that good stuff, man. We talked about SmackDown. We talked about Dynamite. And we talked about um, uh, Monday Night Raw, man. What was a pretty pretty good edition of Monday Night Raw, man. So, with that, um, yeah, if you guys did miss that, that is available for you guys on all platforms. That is Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here every Monday after Monday Night Raw for Notorious Unscripted, man. Also, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Hills podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video. You can get all eight of these beautiful designs, plus more available live on the merch shop as we speak, man. So with that, you got the Chicago flag design, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, the Biggie-inspired design, the base logo design, 
the best kept secret to the IWC, the Riddler inspired design, the Notorious World Order design that comes in three versions, the Chicago flag version like you see on your screen, the classic black and white and the Wolfpack red, you got the Notorious Grand Slam baseball logo inspired uh, design, uh, the scratch logo and the only community that matters and also man in the um the time of the year or the to um to go with the festivities man if you guys do need a shirt to wear to all your family parties for christmas look no further look no further than the notorious heels podcast christmas design man this is what I wear to all my family outings for Christmas because why somebody why wear somebody else's logo when we can rep the podcast, man, and you guys are just as part of the family as we are, man. So with that, man, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Hills podcast merchandise, including the Christmas merch like you see on your very screen, you guys can now find this on bonfire.com. Link is at the top description of this very video, man. And with that, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Seals Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, we got my man Sir K here. How's it going, man? Going good, man. It's going good. Just been, uh, just been chilling out, man. It's a big weekend. It's finally here, man. And I'm excited, man. I'm real excited. Just, uh, just here, man. This week, next week. It, it's happening man i can't wait um so yeah i'm excited man um yes bell i did see that bray wyatt merch stuff that is awesome um although i wish they did a couple more of very old you know cult leader designs but the designs they made nonetheless are still awesome dude um did you see the one half cult leader half fiend that one was pretty heat that That's pretty a heat, must fucking get for my collection. Definitely, man. Definitely. So it's 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 very intriguing. I can't. I got. I got to look. Um, I got to figure out which ones I'm gonna get, man. Cause that shit's heat. But um, you actually yeah. have a couple tasks to check off, so you can send those right over. <laughs> Yo, ass. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I'll, uh, I'll do it in time. But um, yeah, I'm sure you will. <laughs> but um, but like I like like I always say, man, uh, or like Durante always asks, I don't know where I'm going. Uh, like Durante always asks, man, how's life? How's the family? Life's good, man. Family's good. How's everybody doing? The live chat in the replay, man. And what about you, bro? How you doing? Yeah, man. Um, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Just, yeah, exciting, exciting month, exciting month of November going on here, man. So, um, going on here, man. So, yeah, uh, yeah, but other than that, man, other than that, um, nothing too much. Just excited for the weekend, excited for next week and next weekend. So, we're going, bro. We're going, man. But, um, yeah, but other than that, man, as Durante always asks, I'm good. Family's good. And, um, what about you, Durante? Logan, Bell. Pops, I'm going to say Dread, because I don't know how to say the first part, but um, uh, how the hell are you guys? And being that we got a new viewer, how the hell are you, man? Thank you for being here. Um, Yeah, okay, I got gotcha, you, Vel. I got gotcha. you. So, 
Okay. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, dev people do call small dogs fur babies for sure. But yes, I definitely know how that is, man. I I used to have a lot of cats, but now I got mine right here, man. So my boy is always always with me, always with me. Oh, he yeah. was he was there. He was there. Episode one of the Notorious Hills podcast and episode one eighty eight, and my boy is still here with me every every step of the way man so i i know how it is i i know that i know how that bond is but yes the 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 bray wyatt collection bro when i seen that fucking shirt the fiend shirt where it's half fiend and half cult leader bro that shit bangs bro that shit bangs that is a must must get no question Um, and also speaking of the devil, we're going to get to the devil, but bro, this is AEW's most important. This is right now. This is so important to how people perceive their company. Dude, if they fuck this up, man, (laughs) it's not going to be good. That's not going to be good, bro. But, um, I hope they don't. I, I hope they go with something that makes sense, something like Adam Cole. And, Bell, I'm telling you right now, bro, if it's Tony fucking Khan. I might just, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do at that point, man. That's the last thing we need is for him to be an on-screen character in AEW. Exactly something something that he... Uh, strived to stay away from when this company first got started god would that not looking good bro it's not looking good hey what's up jt how's it going man what's up man how are you so alrighty man we'll get to the devil in a little bit but i'll tell you what bro let's talk about cm punk that's right, Bell. Coming in hot. All right. So, we got news on Punk. We got news on Punk, man. Here we are. So, I'm going to flash some images up for you guys. And uh, pay attention to the stuff that I put the neon green circle around. Okay. As you can see on your screen, WWE's UK store is selling CM Punk items. As you can see on the image on the left, they have pre-filled Christmas stockings. It's actually... I wonder if they have those by us. I mean, even... I mean, this shit looks kind of trash. Anyways. um, A pre-filled Christmas stocking, packed full WWE merchandise, over 15 goodies. And as you can fucking see... There is a, uh, the top one on the left is a CM Punk lightning bolt, um, cum rag? I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't I, know. Like, like one of those wristbands, those Cena wristbands? That's what it looks like to me. Gotcha. Um, got, yeah, yeah, it looks like some sort of, like, knitted, maybe wristband? Maybe I don't like a Cena wristband. Yeah, the pictures, the the pictures that I'm looking at look different. 
I don't know. I don't know what the hell the thing is, but it's a CM Punk, and it says clear as day on the top, the black part, it says CM Punk with a lightning bolt, and then towards the bottom, under right under the little uh, flask water bottle thing, there's another thing that says best in the world with the Chicago flag on each side. And then another thing people noticed for the Survivor Series War Games Chicago shirt was lightning bolts. Why else would you put lightning bolts on a random ass show? Come Rocky. On. No. <laughs> not, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, Dude, so we were talking about this in our group chat and, and Logan summed it up perfectly. Um... Logan says he's about to be disappointed if this bro don't show up at this point. <laughs> dude, and there's no better way to say it, dude. There's no fucking better way to say it. Like, I will be like, there, there's just most of in most of it up until this point was coming from punk. Right. And punk can say or do whatever he fucking wants on his social media now we have WWE fucking leaning into the fun. Now, granted, last year they did do an electric-themed Royal Rumble, which, you know, pointed everybody towards The Rock, and Rocky never ended up showing up. So, you know, could get a situation like that, dude, but they're really, really setting us up, man. They're really setting us up, dude. Hey. I really feel like that's what they're going to do with this year, Bell. Where they're going to have, I think they might return Randy and just save the punk shit for, for Royal Rumble. And it's like, dog, this is his hometown, bro. Just do it here. Just just make the moment special and just do it oh, here. Don't keep us waiting. Yeah, and, and there's there's people, there there's people that um there's people that say there's people online saying um. Punk, why do Punk in Chicago? Punk in Chicago's overplayed. Because that's his fucking home city. That's his whole identity. That is Chicago. He's literally Chicago Phil. Um, dude. <laughs> his logo is his version of the Chicago flag. Seriously. Dude, that man is, is, is a lot of the... That man's a lot of the reason why... I'm just as diehard for Chicago as he is because it's just it's just something that's in your blood if you're from here, bro. Like it's it's something like people like a guy like Punk is, is a, a for pe for people like us as a guy you want to get behind because he's one of us. You know what I mean? He's one of us, dude. He comes from Chicago and he's fucking on my Mount Rushmore, I mean, he's fucking goaded. You could say whatever you want about CM Punk, but you can't take him off my Mount Rushmore and a lot of people else's Mount Rushmore. And I've said a lot about CM Punk, but at the end of the day, man's fucking, man's goaded. Man's goaded. And Punk in Chicago's not overplayed. That will, that will never get old. It's like fucking Brett in Canada. You know what I mean? Like shit like that just never, it, it, it's, his hometown just lore just doesn't wear away. Like, no. no. And, dude, don't you think 
What happens if you bring him back at the Royal Rumble and fans don't take a liking to him? Wouldn't you want his first appearance to be something that's fucking electric, like in fucking Chicago? Or fucking fans are going to guaranteed mark out because it's the guy from our hometown showing up? Come on. It doesn't make any sense, bro. It doesn't. People don't make any sense. They 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 don't they don't understand the CM Punk Chicago lore. They really don't. Um, but that they always come here. My my thing is, and I could see them holding him off to the Royal Rumble, and I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, I would be mad if he never came in, because I mean, you're making it a little too obvious. But like, like I said. I'm not going to get my hopes up because regardless, we were going to go to Survivor Series whether Punk was there or not. And regardless, WWE does not need him to put on a fucking great pay-per-view. They've done it all year. So I'm not, I'm going to be a little upset, but I'm not going to be fucking, you know, just, um, you know, chasing fucking Paul Levesque out of town with fucking pitchforks. No. Um, You know, so... Exactly. Ex- exactly. It's it's going to be nice either way when it happens and I'm going to mark out whether it's from my fucking recliner or whether it's from my seat in Allstate Arena. Um and it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm not going to I'm I'm not going to let that blind my first ever WWE pay-per-view experience. I've never been to a fucking pay-per-view for WWE. This is my first time. I've been to Raws, um but I've never been to a fucking main roster pay-per-view. And I'm I, I'm here for it, bro. I'm here for the ride. I'm fucking excited. Um, hell yeah. Um, and regardless, we're, <laughs> oh God. And regardless, we're gonna get to see Randy. We're gonna get to fucking see Cody. We're gonna get to hear the other side live. So there's a bunch of shit that's gonna be happening. And it's oh, dude, we're gonna get to see EO's entrance live, bro. That's just gonna be heat. Um, but. He's got to be coming in, and I think it's going to be at Survivor Series because another reason is there's no way you hold this Nakamura bullshit off until the Royal Rumble. Oh, dude, you can't. You literally can't. There's no way. Just random bullshit teases of him just talking about nothing. See, he seems like I'm fucking watching Cody from fucking a year ago. At this Seriously. Point, he's just talking about nothing. Like, you can't continue this on. This has to culminate. Maybe um, he does answer open challenge. Maybe Punk doesn't answer. And he obviously doesn't get the answer he wants, so he keeps going. But still, bruh, just... Just don't... Don't don't bring... Don't bring CM Punk against Nakamura, bro. Just... You can find someone way better. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, you know, to... To your point... To your point, Nakamura, Nakamura is, uh, and also, uh, this is my point here, um, who's to say he has to face Nakamura? Who's to say they don't pull a Bray Wyatt and they don't debut him after the fucking War Games match, you know, at the very end, you know, because, you know... It's, they absolutely could, you know, they could have, cause you know, if WWE debuts him in the middle of the show, especially if you put his merch at the merch table, you got a first dance situation where me and Sir K 
marked out, lost our fucking marbles, and then we were standing in the merch line and didn't give a flying fuck about the rest of the show because no, we were there for CM Punk. We have fucking had to sit through three hours of AEW Dark, but you know, I digress. Ugh, um, it was it was rough, but it was very good. Um, but I will say. Who's to say they don't pull a Bray Wyatt and they don't have the baby faces walk away, you know? And then at the end, just when people think the show's about to go off the air, Triple H with his classic copyright, uh, his copyright claim in the little corner, and then we hear the fucking music. And then who's to say the next night out on Raw, Nakamura doesn't challenge him, and you know, um. It doesn't have to be like that. Now, if they do want to get him in a match to face Nakamura real quick and get him in front of the crowd, okay. Nakamura's a guy, you know, it's Nakamura. It's not the most dream match, but Nakamura's a guy you can throw out there, have him wrestle Punk for 10, 15 minutes, and he could take the loss because nobody gives a fuck about him anyways. And it'll be okay. You know what I mean? And, you know, Nakamura is somebody who, you know, it's not going to hurt. I mean, he fucking, when we... When we were concerned about Nakamura, uh, if we were concerned about Nakamura losing, somebody should have told Jinder Mahal about that. So, you know, I mean, now we got nothing to worry about. I mean, he's going to lose, and I'm not going to fucking lose any sleep over it. The guy's fucking trash, bro. It's it's just how it is. Um, So... Is it is it gonna hurt him? Yeah. Is anybody gonna care? No. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Exactly. Like what? What's he gonna do? Beat CM Punk? Oh God! Exactly. Losing to uh, losing to Jinder Mayhal was uh, uh, losing to CM Punk should be the worst of his con- or the least of his concerns because he lost okay. to Jinder Mayhal. Um, That's all that matters. Seriously, bro. So man, fucking lost like fucking Jinder like clean sweep, bro. Three times in pay per views. So, uh, um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But regardless, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a great time. And I think he's going to show up because there's just, I refuse to believe that they're putting his fucking merch on stockings. They're... CM Punk's been out of the company for 10 years. You can't tell me you've had that shit fucking laying waste to, uh, you know, you can't tell me you just had that shit laying there for 10 years and now all of a sudden you want to put it in in Christmas stockings. No, you started production on Punk merch because he's coming in. And you started production now because he's coming in in like a week. That's my yeah, prediction. Didn't, didn't they say that that's what Peter Nittes did? They started like a month beforehand just yeah. printing all those fucking shirts. Yeah. Like a month or two. Yep. Like, come on, bro. Oh, dude, imagine sitting on that information for like two months. And the thing is, yeah, they had enough. They had enough merchandise to the point where people at the United Center were buying twos and threes and fours. There was 20,000 people at the United Center. So how many shirts did they print? 40. 40. 40,000, 50,000. Cause I mean, people were walking out of there with fucking five shirts, six shirts, four, three shirts. Me like a dumbass, fucking 
got one like an idiot. Thankfully, I bought a uh, replica shirt, not a real deal to wear it, you know, that way I have my real one that I just don't touch, you know, so thankfully I did that, but I don't know why I didn't just buy two, but regardless, not the point, um, but yeah, they started production on merch, bro, it's clear as day, um, he's coming in, that's my prediction, and if he doesn't come in at Survivor Series, he's coming in in the Royal Rumble, either way, Punk, CM Punk will be at WrestleMania 40, and it's gonna be a fucking movie, bro, and I'm pumped. Exactly, I can't wait, no matter what, it's gonna be awesome, and, um, I'm intrigued, man, I hope he comes in at Survivor Series, but if he doesn't, will I be a little disappointed? Yes. Will I be angry? No. Um, and I, I, I just can't wait to see how this goes, man. Yeah, man. So speaking of WWE and speaking of letting Paul cook, <laughs> Wrestling Observer Newsletter is now reporting that WWE is has interest in signing Kazuchika Okada. Dave Melter also suggested that they recently started pushing Shinsuke Nakamura because him and Okada are close friends. Ah, that makes fucking sense. And they want to show him that this regime would treat him better than the previous one. Okay, hold on. Hold on a minute. Does Triple H think that this Nakam that this version of Nakamura will lure Okada to WWE? Paul. Um <laughs> hold on, Paul. I mean, I get what he's trying to say. You know, this Nakamura is calculated. A fucking idiot, but he's calculated. At least he's trying to be calculated. He's trying to get it all figured out, but he's not good at it. Um anyways. Um He's in main events. He was in main events. They sucked, but he was in them. Um, so I get what they're trying to do, but if I was Okada, I would kind of be looking at that like, yeah, nah. But I will say this. If I was Okada, you're going to have that same fire coming in that Nakamura had when he came in in 2016. You know? Fire. He had that Nakamura Riz, as you used to call it. So he had that Nakamura Riz. He, he did, bro. Anymore. No, he lost every bit of it. Um, he lost every ounce of it, but he used that shit used to go insane. That's that's the thing. That's the thing with me, Bell. That I I feel the same way too. I personally don't think he'll leave Japan. Um, I know there was rumors that he did want to leave Japan, but. I maybe I mean maybe now that he's 36, you know, um but I don't know, we'll just have to wait and see. I, at this point, dude, nothing nothing will shock me, bro. We're we're about to see CM Punk come back to WWE. So, nothing shocks me at this point. So, exactly. I, yeah. So, we'll see how it goes, man. We'll see how this evolves, but maybe, man, maybe I don't know about Triple H's tactic. I don't know how effective that's going to be, but anything's possible, man. I just don't know if, if if anything does lure him over there. I don't think the treatment of Nakamura will be a great example of luring that man over there. 
No, not at all. That gives uh, Mr. Kazuchika Okada every reason to fucking run for the fucking hills. Um, his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of signings, bro, let's jump over to AEW for a little bit. Let's talk about AEW. Tony Khan put out this tweet yesterday. Tony says, AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW fan. They'll come to LA to sign their contract this Saturday on pay-per-view at AEW Full Gear. So, this got a lot of people thinking. Who's it going to be, right? Who's the signing going to be? So, this led a lot of people to, you know, say, it's Mercedes, it's Will Ospreay, right? Then Meltzer came out and said, it's 49% Mercedes, and it's 51% Osprey. Then we got a piece of news that said it's not Mercedes. And spoiler alert, even though it's blatantly obvious, but I have questions like a motherfucker. And something concerns me about this. So spoiler alert, I'm going to give you guys like five seconds while I take a, while I take a sip of my drink. Okay, AEW president Tony Khan announced that a new star would be joining AEW full-time and has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers who is known and respected by every AEW fan. Andrew Zarian today on the Matt Men podcast was told that Will Ospreay will be revealed as the signing. This would be a big get for AEW as Ospreay has interest from WWE. He says, I was told Will Ospreay. Zarian stated, this is a big deal because WWE was actively pushing to uh, actively pursuing him. Um, Will make the fans happy wrestler of the year. Eh, I don't know about that, but. I think if if you value that Japan style, he's definitely the best in that this year easily. But like overall. He's he, phenomenal. He just hasn't done much of storytelling this year. He, yes, he's one of the best in-ring performers oh, in the easy. world. Oh yeah, one of, I think one of the best easy in this world right now. Easy top five. Easily, 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 easily. But wrestler of the year? I don't know, man. Ooh. I got to give that to MJF or Roman Reigns. One of the two. Uh, one of the two. Either or. Really just your preference at that point. A hundred percent. And um yeah, they easily, easily. But as far as in ring performers go, there's not many people better than Will Ospreay right now. I mean he's uh, he's at the, the peak of his game right now. But um Isn't this tampering? A am I stupid? Or is Will Ospreay's contract not up until February? That's what I always assumed. That's what he said, right? That at the end of the year, at the start of the next year, is when my contract comes up. So he's currently contracted to New Japan, as far as we're understood. 
So I don't get this. It can't be Osprey. That does it doesn't make any sense to me. And another thing. Are you just doing this to stick it to WWE? Is that what we're doing now? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Is that yeah. <laughs> Short answer, yeah. yes, that's exactly what we're doing now. But I mean, seriously, is that really what we're fucking doing now? I mean, you gotta use this as a hook on your pay-per-view just to spite WWE. What what would twenty twenty one AEW would have done. They would have had WWE. they would have had Will Ospreay at Revolution when his contract was actually up. Not only that, if his contract is up and we just don't know it, they wouldn't announce it. They wouldn't announce some big signing. He would just show up at the fucking paper. They would let WWE just put on their pay-per-view and they would just put on theirs. And they would just do what they needed to do. And half the time, especially in that year, they they would be they would be getting the one up. If you want to report it like that, because they would just go out there and they would just slap it on the table. And and, and that's what they were. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and another theory. Why is Tony Khan doing this? Right. Think about that. Does he know something we don't? Because, you know, he does. Does oh, he yeah. know about WWE getting somebody that he used to be very close with? Somebody that he wanted to build his entire company around. Did WWE just get that guy and now Will Ospreay? Just like he did with uh, Mariah May. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he's announcing signings to combat WWE signings. I mean, what the fuck are we doing here, bro? Like, what? This is what they used to do to you, bro. And it's, it's what made you better at that time. Yeah, because you just did your own thing. Like, WWE's doing their own fucking thing right now. I mean, what? You're just fucking punching them while they're just fucking working, doing their shit. Like, bro, do your own shit. Which made, dude, the way Tony Khan's been acting lately, I am terrified for after CF Punk debuts. Whenever, whether it's Fiber Series or Royal Rumble, I am scared for that AEW product because I feel like he's just going to have a meltdown and it's going to get worse. He's got a lot to go up against, bro. I mean, you got CM Punk there in a pool of guys that he hasn't faced. A lot of them. Or, when he did see them, they have, like, completely evolved into, like, generational fucking performers. Um, Seth, Roman, AJ, uh, Gunther, Cody, fucking... The last time he was with Cody, they were fucking throwing his belt back at him. Now he's one of the most over guys in the company. Uh, Finn, there's a lot of guys, and they're they're gonna have a lot to go up against. But look at what he's doing. Fucking WWE gets Julia, or um, you know, they're luring Julia in. So what does he do? He goes and throws Mariah May in a backstage segment. Yep. WWE. Hmm. Why are we announcing Will Ospreay so prematurely? So prematurely. Because Osprey's not up till February. We're fucking announcing his signing in November? And he's still under contract? That doesn't make any sense. And and to and if Will Ospreay goes out there and says I'm still under contract, but I will be signing, why would you pull a Kyrie Irving? What happens if you don't want to by by March? No, exactly. Imagine how fucking dumb that fucking dork Tony Khan looks when he doesn't. And he just goes to WWE. He looks cooked. <laughs> 
It's like, cook, bruh. It's like, like, ugh. It's so infuriating. Like, bro, just do your own thing. Take me both of them. If they, if I get, I guess, from if the Osprey's contract is up and you're signing him to a legitimate contract already, then just debut him at the pay-per-view. Same with Mariah May. Debut them both. When was the last time you had a double debut at a pay-per-view? Was it all out 2021? I think it was. So, fucking do it again. Big history again. Have a cool moment again. That's what made you special. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine fucking MJF, um, you know, retains his championship at Revolution and Will Ospreay comes out to uh comes out to confront him and fucking pulls a contract out uh, uh and fucking walks out there with a contract and signs it right in front of his fucking face something like that you know what i mean i mean that's the kind of stuff AEW used to do or he comes out and attacks somebody you know he comes out and attacks jay white or mjf kenny omega darby allen i mean like something like that dude but like like bell says wwe's fucking playing chess and tony khan's playing checkers you're fucking blowing your load on a moment that you could have for revolution when this guy's actually a free agent but no we're gonna put him out there on 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 full gear so in a week when punk debuts people could say aew's cooked and then they could say oh wait no they're not they just got will osprey that's exactly what that is that's exactly fucking what that is, dude. And it's like, dude, you, Tony, you don't got to do this stuff, bro. Wait till the guy's a free agent. It's contract tampering. You're telling me he's going to sign a contract with you and he's contractually signed with New Japan? It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense, bro, if it is Will Ospreay. And it looks like that's who it is. And it... It doesn't make sense, dude, because he's not a fucking free agent. He's he's literally told... We've read the news to you guys before February. Will Ospreay said himself early next year, February, he's done with New Japan. He's up. Like, a, yeah, Tony kind of could buy out the rest of the contract with, with New Japan, but aren't you, uh, don't you want to keep that great relationship with those guys? Are they going to be happy that you're going to do that? You got to think about, you know, your relationships with these other companies that you that you value so much. You want to mess that shit up. I don't know, dude. And if you do that, it, it looks even more desperate. Like you're really trying to just get something under your belt just because you know Punk's about to come in. No, exactly. Oh, 100%. Oh, 100 fucking percent, Bell. Wasn't this the same guy fucking warning WWE not to tamper with his talent? Is Jair tampering with New Japan? I didn't say that warning just means he's going to do it himself now. <laughs> I guess. Like, you look like, a, you look like a fucking money mark. Like, what, what the fuck? God. It makes no sense, dude, and it really just, it looks so desperate because I'm telling you, and this is another, this is another theory I'm pulling out of, I'm pulling out of my back pocket right now. I think he knows because you know, they know, you know, these people are friends, you know, Dax, you know, and all these people in, in AEW that are friends with CM Punk and like, Hey man, I think he's going to WWE and word gets around. Yeah. He's going to be at survivor series. 
You don't think that's going to get around and Tony Khan's going to be a money mark and go out and fucking get Will Ospreay because he needs something under his belt because WWE's about to fucking have all these headlines November 25th? Come on, man. Come on, man. What is happening to this fucking place <sighs> I used to love? Dude. Uh, I loved AEW, man. I don't know what I'm seeing, bro. And wait till we talk about fucking... Wait till Monday, bro. Their little fucking... The man who they forgot street fight or whatever. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. Sacrificing folks for no reason. <laughs> no reason, bro. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore, bro. I don't know. That's the scary thing. Um, also, heard a lot of the reason that uh, Will Ospreay would want to sign with AEW is because WWE can outbid AEW. They can outbid whatever they got. But it is the working relationship with New Japan. It is the schedule. It is that stuff that's going to lure Will Ospreay. And... I could have seen it the whole time. I could have seen Will Ospreay waiting until February, you know, till his contract's up. But, and I could have seen that all being a huge factor. Um, I th Now, I do think WWE would roll out the red carpet for him enough to play up to all that shit for him. But, at the end of the day... I seen Will going to AEW. I think he's comfortable with AEW. I, I think, he, uh, you know, AEW fans love and respect Will. Will is amazing. Um, creatively speaking, though, I I think I would have went to WWE. Um, but that's just me. And I think he'll do fine in AEW. I just hope Tony really understands what he's got here. Because he, like... There's a lot of guys where he, sure, he understands them, understands what he has in them, but he, like, half understands, like a Jay White. Like, the guy's a complete joke, I'm sorry. And fucking, um... He's pushing him, but he's not pushing him in a legitimate, phenomenal way, but, you know, to the fans, he's pushing him. So he's not cutthroat. No, exactly. It's what made, kind of what made him special. I'm just saying. That's me. But um but for Will, I feel like he knows what he's gotten him, but I just hope it's not a Jay White knows what he's gotten him where he like puts him in something like the Don Callis family or something that absolutely makes no sense for him to be in. Um I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but I'm happy for Will, but as far as Tony Khan goes, man, he's he's really just making himself look... He's making an ass out of himself. He really fucking is, he's man. He's making a fucking ass out of himself. He really did. It's true. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what to... I don't know what to think anymore, man. He really, really just comes off like a fucking money mark um, at this point. But, um... Let me see. So, 
according to PW Insider, this is brand new. Um, yeah, this just came out. Um, yeah, brand new. Uh, Will Ospreay has already received the blessing of New Japan to explore discussions with other companies. So that makes me think you're going to have this guy come out there and say, I'm going to sign here when my contract's up. Stupid dude. Oh, why would you ever risk something like that? It could, dude, it could literally be Kenny Omega saying that, and I would never do it because you don't do shit like that. What happens? Exactly. What the fuck happens if. What the fuck happens if, uh, you know, you pull a Kyrie Irving and, um, you, you know. I mean, look, uh, for all you basketball fans will refer or get these references, Kyrie Irving's literally done that every fucking team he's been on. Yeah, I'm going to stay with the Cavs. And then he goes to fucking Boston. If you got, He literally said in front of the live crowd, if you guys will have me, I plan on re-signing here next year. And what happened next year? He went to the fucking Nets. <laughs> well, and then what the fuck? Like, what? you don't do shit like that, bro. And it really, it really makes me think... That's kind of what's gonna happen. That's at least that's what it's le- at least that's what all all fucking signs are pointing at. Or I could be Vince McMahon, and I wouldn't have Roman Reigns even go out there and say something like that. No, you never fucking know what can happen. <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, so what happens if fucking AEW um doesn't get their streaming deal uh and and they fall to a fucking network and they're getting two hundred thousand people every week for Dynamite? What happens if something like that happens? You're just sitting there with your dick in your hand. Like, oh, fuck. I kind of want to go to WWE now. And then what? <laughs> you don't do stuff like that, bro. But according to Meltzer, Tony Khan does have one thing that he can offer Will Ospreay that WWE doesn't have. Money-wise, WWE can outbid them. I think maybe not if Tony really wants him. But the one thing AEW can do, they've got Wembley. Oh, Will. 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 If you. Okay. Instead, Will. Please. They've got Wembley and they've got a world championship. Hmm? And there's an easy, natural, great storyline. There's, there's a million ways to get to it. And WWE will not make the offer, I don't think. They're uh they're not gonna do this uh they're not gonna do Wembley this year maybe they will but I don't think they I don't think I don't think so and moreover I don't think they can promise a, him a world championship. Are you telling me that's what Tony Khan's in the business of fucking doing right now? You're promising people world championships. WWE's smart for not fucking uh um promising people world championships. Look what happens. We all know that's why Soraya got that world championship run, got that women's championship run. She was 100% promised it, and guess what? It blew dick. It yeah. sucked. You don't promise people that type. Because no. what happens if, if it's busy? What happens if the fans want this other person? I'm not giving the fucking title to you. This is not what the fans want right now. You'd never promise somebody a world championship. That is the dumbest thing in the world. I don't care if it's Roman Reigns or Steam Punk again. You don't do that. 
It's like, it's like fucking promising somebody full creative control. Creative control and creative freedom are two different things. Roman Reigns does not have creative control, but he has a fuck ton of creative freedom to the point where he has a lot of pull, but he doesn't have full creative control. If WWE wants him to do something, he's going to do it. You know what I mean? Same thing with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes does not have creative control, but he has a little bit of creative freedom on kind of what he can do. But at the end of the day, WWE is head and shoulders above any of that. But Tony, bro, this is the stuff. This, This is a lot of the stuff where WCW went wrong here. Promising full creative control. Promising fucking championships and all this. Dude, you can't promise people this kind of stuff because you never know what the fuck is going to happen. You never know what's going to happen. What happens if you don't get to this guy's world championship reign before the end of his contract and then you say to yourself, oh, fuck, I don't want to put a world championship on him right now. His contract's up in fucking four months. Now you just burn that bridge because you promised this guy a world championship and you don't want to put it on him. Tony. Simple, obvious business decisions. Seriously, dude. And are you really telling me that Will Ospreay is going to go to a company for a fucking stadium? You serious? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It really is. It really fucking is, man. But I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. This is uh, this is interesting, bro. Uh, what he's really coming off like a fucking money mark right now, man. He really is, and this kind of shit is just sad. Yeah, it really is. He's just throwing his money at people, trying to get to try to win. Sounds like a spoiled brat. You know what he, you know what, you know what people in, in, in AEW, you know what people in AEW uh, were, were, were promised by Tony Khan in 2019 and 20? You know, they were promised something different. They were promised to be the alternative. They were promised to put on a fresh product. And what, fu- I was thinking this when I was watching Swerve come out this week. And what AEW does AR Fox get punished and kicked out of a group for fucking travel issues that AEW should have fucking been known about because they should have asked him about it before they signed him? And what AEW does that happen? Exactly. Not That's my not AEW. No, the alternative doesn't do that. The alternative did the opposite of that. Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I'm saying this. I've shit on AEW for like the past hour. But I'm saying this because I fucking love them. And I'm saying this because this company needs to succeed. And they should succeed. And if they don't succeed, then they're selling themselves short. Because they're too fucking good to, to have shit like this happen, dude. But this is... I gotta be real with it, bro. This is not my AEW. I go back and I look at these old pictures and it's depressing. Shouldn't be like that. This company's not even five years old. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm I'm on a fucking rampage. What are you saying? I'm good. But literally, bro, this is my preferred company. It's been like that since since we started this podcast. It's always been like that. And I fucking hate to see it like this because... It's fucking shit right now. 
I don't give a fuck about any of the weekly television. Uh, I mean, the pay-per-views, I mean, I'm more excited just to hang out with my friends than I am to watch this damn pay-per-view. I'm fucking... Uh, I'm checked out already. And I shouldn't have to be checked out. What are you... So it's a really bad state, man. It really needs to change, man. I don't know. And to me, all signs point to the biggest culprit being Tony Khan, man. And I think something needs to change with him. Or those EVPs need to get together and do something about that situation. Because you can't let this continue on like this. No, he's a fucking money mark, bro. That's literally everything he wasn't before. Um, He didn't care about putting on 12 pay-per-views a year for more revenue. He didn't care about all these different shows that the network wanted. He didn't care about having 20 million different championships. How focused was AEW Dynamite with TNT, World, Tag, and Women's? How focused was it? It was the most focused wrestling show out there. Nowadays, there's so many fucking championships, you don't even know who the fuck is who. Like, what What the fuck? You, you got titles on there, and they, they don't even mean anything. AEW titles that don't mean anything. Trios, International, TBS, you got all these championships. Nobody knows who the fucking champions are. Nobody, know, nobody gives a fuck about them. Nobody cares about the matches. Then you got ROH. Who gives a fuck uh, about ROH? Who? We're going to see their worthless-ass titles that shouldn't be on AEW television. And then we asked for trios titles for years because they were in this one. Even when they were at when they were at their peak, they still had a problem with pointless trios matches. So everybody wanted the trios titles. Not only give those matches a purpose, but their tag team division was really filled at the time. So you'd be able to transition some of those guys over there in trios. And what do they do? They made the trios titles and just abandoned the tag team division. Abandoned both divisions simultaneously, really. When one of them was supposed to just improve the other. Yep. But no. That's how good AEW's tag team division was to the point where we needed a trios. He takes the division away from the Bucks and now nobody gives a fuck about any of them. No, exactly. Not all cares about nothing because you don't make us care about nothing. The fucking more this shit goes on, the more I think MJF was absolutely right. And when he said the only fucking position he should be assuming is behind the guardrail. No, exactly. Because... The Bucks, the Bucks had that division running on such a level where we needed trios. We get the trios, and nobody gives a fuck about. And he doesn't give a shit about the trios division. And on top of that, now he doesn't give a fuck about the tag division either. So now they both starve. Nobody's eaten now. Nobody. No, exactly. Nobody. Everyone's just starving to death. Unfucking believable, man. Unbelievable, dude. Not this ain't my AEW, bro. This ain't. This really ain't. This is insane. Dude, it was such a movie every fucking Wednesday night. Dude, pandemic wrestling that company was such a well-oiled machine in the pandemic they had they didn't even have rampage yet they were running off one show a week 
and the company was fo dude it was a fucking insane show every single week every single week dude straight movie every time you fucking tuned in on wednesday night um it's pointless dude i don't know man I don't know. That's the other thing. You introduce trios titles. Where are all your pointless trios matches now? We don't see them. Yeah. I don't see. We don't even see those anymore. Like what the fuck? So, I don't know, dude. I don't know. God. Um. Yeah. Anyways, it was a fucking movie every Wednesday night, and it was just. It, it was something special. It was. And now here we are. T- fucking two years later. And we're questioning. What the fuck happened to this company? <sighs> it's sham, man. It's, it's shame. Mercedes. Mercedes Monet. The one that everybody... um, So... Absolutely, Bell. That's exactly what it is. It's that they live vicariously through great matches. When what did they what did what did they what did they fucking just eat? What did they feed the fucking streets off of in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one, dude? What was feeding the streets, bro? The hangman saga. Fucking Darby Allen as TNT champion. Darby and Sting, uh, you know, as a newly formed alliance, uh Cody. Cody Rhodes fucking running around in the early days of AEW, the inner circle, you know, the elite, um, golly, dude. I mean, it, it uh, just so much, so much, bro. There was, there was so much the the newly formed TNT, uh, TNT championship, um, John Moxley as just a, the, the fucking badass outcast of AEW, like, God damn, bro. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, I don't know, dude. We can sit here and talk about this till we're blue in the face, man. But Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Monet, man. Uh, She recently said, she was recently uh, doing an interview, and she was stated as saying, I cannot wait to be back in the ring. Expect me to be back with some wrestling company in 2024. I cannot wait to be back in the squared circle. It's where I feel most home. It's where I feel alive. I can't wait to be back. I've been he- I've been healing everything mentally, physically, spiritually, f- uh, physically everything. I'm really excited to get back where I live and what I do best. This sucks. That is 2024. But regardless, I, I hope we see her back in the ring. Um, I think she'll do okay. I'll tell you what. She's the last one. I will give a chance. If she can't fix the AEW women's division. Or if she can't. I'm not counting on her to fix it. Not on her. But on her presence. For yes. Himself in here. Yes. Exactly. And don't tell me he can't do it. Because when Britt was champion. 
they were putting on some banger-ass matches. Stories were kind of meh. Stories were kind of mid, but, you know, I and I mean they were mid. I mean, I, and I really mean mid. I don't mean, a lot of people use the term mid as hot ass, but they were mid. They were not good, but they were not fucking atrocious. They were mid. You know what I mean? Um, but... I mean, we've seen them, bro. Britain Thunder Rosa, Britain fucking Chris Satlander, the one, the show we were at, uh, Britain Ty Conti. You know what I mean? Like they were, they they were putting on decent matches. They were putting on decent matches when Brit first got the championship, man. And the division seemed like it was it was cooking something special. And Brit lost the title, and Thunder Rosa got her hands on it, and Tony Khan didn't oh. give a f- flying shit about her reign. So. No. But I'll tell you what, she's, if you, if Mercedes doesn't give him a swift kick in the ass to get your division in shape, she's nobody can. No, nobody. He's giving up. I won't even watch anything AEW related because Tony Khan gives no reason for us to. Yeah. No. None. Whatsoever. <sighs> Golly. The devil. The devil, man. Two prominent AEW names as possible devil character. Sean Ross Sapp noted behind Fightful's paywall. <clears throat> paywall. That AEW's big pay- AEW's big payoff for the Devil storyline does not include CM Punk. No, uh, don't, dude. Tony, oh my God, Tony Khan would look like such a fucking idiot. Oh, he would look like such a blithering idiot, dude. If um. If he fucking fired this man just to bring him back as the devil. Um, It was noted that AEW has a plan for who is under the devil mask. Some people know about these plans, but it is being kept very close to the vest. On a recent Fightful show, the panel were speculating whether or not people, uh, whether or not the people that have been under the devil mask in the segments are the actual people who are planned for the eventual reveal. Multiple sources have reached out to confirm that this is the case and that several people within the company know the identities but have done well at keeping it quiet. Wow, I'm surprised in this era of AEW. Um, you may remember. In the case of retribution, that there, uh, that not only were the eventual reveals not the people under the mask originally, but the talent themselves had no idea uh, that they were even planned for it. Those that we've spoken to are of the belief it isn't CM Punk, saying that it would be a huge work on those in the know. If so, it goes without saying. But he hasn't been portraying the person under the mask. It was also noted that Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, isn't under the mask either. So her comments within interviews within the past week were not a swerve. People in the company are to believed. 
uh, or people in the company are to be believed. Look at that, man. They're actually keeping it secret for once. I'm shocked. Signed in the first place. Yes, I'm very shocked that people are actually keeping it under wraps because, um, yeah, that that's that's very shocking, especially in this day and age in AEW. I've been hearing rumors that it's Kyle O'Reilly. Not a fan of that. It's just it's got to be Adam Cole. Adam Cole makes the most sense. He can be the only right answer at this point, man. Because even if he is injured, you can go ahead and say I wasn't injured the whole time, even though, you know, he was. If he is, you can go ahead and say, yeah, I wasn't injured. I just didn't want to fucking carry your burden uh, of keeping you as world champion any longer. You know, that's what you could do there. Um, And then MJF can, you know, be a demon because Adam Cole was the only fucking guy that he trusted. Um Oh yeah! Oh God, but dude, Bell. Uh, if it's Tony Khan, they gotta be. They gotta be so cooked. Oh, this company's over with. Just can't it. Just can't. It was me, Max. It was me, pro. You know, I. I've been thinking the same thing, Dread. And like, if people know who it's not, I feel like it's only a matter of time before they come out and say who it is. You know, exactly. Unless they're only telling like people that are absolutely not fucking telling a soul. You know, um, which I could see, which I could see, but I think for some AEW fans, it's probably a good thing you let them know it's not Punk because. Some some people have this uh, must have this weird fantasy that it's like gonna be punk, even though I never expected oh. it to be punk. The only people that would make sense are CM Punk and Adam Cole, but you know I never I never I, I never expected it to be CM Punk. I'm just saying if it was, I mean it would make sense, but I don't think it's him. No, exactly. I really don't. These these punk marks that are also AEW marks think it's gonna be announced as punk. And then everyone's going to shake hands and be happy, and AEW is going to revert back to 2021 overnight. That's what they think is going to happen if CM Punk is the devil, and it's not. That's exactly what they think is going to happen. So, yeah, um, I'm glad. I'm I'm so glad it's not Britt Baker. Britt Baker was this really the one that was really scaring me, bro. But um, it's got to be Adam Cole. It's got to be Adam Cole. Yeah. As for the other guys, I would hope it's like the Undisputed Era. But I feel like it's just going to have the kingdom in there somewhere. And eh, I'm not big on that, but it is what it is. Um, But I just, I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited for it. I I really, really want to see. um, I would love to see MJF after that kind of go back to heel because he goes back to not being able to trust anybody. But maybe he's not like a dastardly heel he's more just like a pissed off guy who just feels like the world's against him type thing yeah i think it's going to be heel but like you said it's going to be a different type of heel now where he where he's not just a, he doesn't enjoy being an asshole now he kind of just it's the only thing he knows now is just to be an asshole and it will evolve into a true face turn eventually definitely 
definitely, man. So that's the news on the devil, and um, I'm excited to see who it is, and I wonder when they have the reveal planned for. So, yeah, man. For sure. Speaking of, uh, speaking, uh, well, speaking of, uh, another AEW signing, as you see on your screen, to be a hundred percent honest with everybody, bro, I thought that he was already signed, but I guess it's official. Um, um, Cody Bushi is all elite after that fucking travesty. Um, that was what uh, the, I don't want to talk about it, but I'm excited for Coda and I'm happy he's finally here. It took long enough, but I'm happy he's finally here. Even though he's been here for a while, I'm happy he's he's finally made his way over, man. So very cool to see, bro. Definitely, man. It's awesome, um, especially for Kenny, man. And um, like you said, I thought it already happened, but I guess it's not, and I guess it didn't, and it's confirmed, man. So that's awesome. Definitely, bro. Definitely. So, Dread, um, those are a bunch of names that I agree with wholeheartedly. Tony Khan, I I will abs I will absolutely flip my lid if it's Tony Khan. Um, Jungle Boy. I don't God. see any reason for it to be Jungle Boy. I think that's stupid. And then Ziggler and Ali, absolutely the fuck not. Absolutely not. They have absolutely no fucking reason to hot shot either of them to the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. No reason. Exactly. So, no, exactly. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um... So yeah, AEW, um, yeah, AEW man, uh, they are, they have signed Kota Ibushi, so good for Kota, man. Definitely, it's awesome. Speaking of another person that is, um, another, well, with somebody signing to AEW, we have somebody who could be leaving. He could be leaving, he could be staying, but either way, he's coming up on a contract year. Speaking on the walkway, on the walkway to Fight Club with Steve Muhlenhausen of DAZN, Daniel Garcia was asked about winning the world title, about, about what winning the world title would mean to him. Daniel Garcia claimed it's a contract year for him. He says, I mean, the championship, the champion is the person who gets to put the company on their back. They're on. They're uh, they're the one who's on every poster, every pay per view, every TV show. They make the most money. I mean, a lot. I it would mean a lot for me. This is a contract year for me, so I'm doing everything I can to solidify my next deal, where I end up. So I feel. So I feel like winning the title. Uh, so I feel like winning the title. It would be the biggest deal, uh, in the world. In the in the world for the place that I'm that I'm at right now, it would be amazing. Um, interesting. This is very interesting. Ooh, I wonder what Daniel Garcia does because he's got friends in AEW, but he also has his at least one of his best friends 
um, in WWE, Mr. Carmelo Hayes. So, interesting. And look at how WWE's treating Carmelo Hayes. I mean, he's one of their rising stars in the whole entire fucking company. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, uh, what were you saying? They're treating him phenomenally, man. So, I would be looking at that, definitely. Definitely. So, there's a lot of options for Daniel Garcia, but if he does want to stay with AEW, then he stays with AEW, and I feel like AEW will eventually get him to that point Um, if Tony Khan focuses on building instead of signing. So, you know, that's just that. Um, But, um, yeah, Mr. Money Mark, Tony Khan. Uh, But, yeah, man, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to Daniel Garcia. But either way, I think think he'll be fine either way. I think so. I think no matter where he goes, he'll be be in a good spot, man. So I'm just intrigued where where he's going to go or which he'll stay. Definitely, man. Definitely. And uh, moving on to more news uh, regarding AEW. AEW announces their first ever round-robin tournament. And this tournament will begin on the November 22nd edition of uh, Thanksgiving Dynamite from the Wintrust Arena in Chicago, Illinois. AEW has announced the Continental Classic. It's first ever round-robin tournament consisting of 12 wrestlers in two groups with the finals taking place at World's End on December 30th, with Brian Danielson announced as the first competitor. Excuse me if I'm wrong, but doesn't this guy have a fucking broken orbital bone? And isn't he trying to just prepare for his match with Okada that's been confirmed for Wrestle... Um, I was going to say fucking Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Kingdom? Why don't make his man go through a G1? Dude. <laughs> oh, man. God fucking Lee, bro. Tony. Please. We only have six more months with this guy. Full time. Let him heal. Please. Because this man is just stiffing it out for AEW right now. I mean, he really fucking is, man. Like, dude, he shouldn't have to be doing all this for you. Yeah, um, regardless, I'm excited for the tournament. I'm excited for a G1-style tournament. Um, I'm excited to finally learn it and know how it works. Um, because I have no idea, uh, idea, idea how their point system works. It's very confusing. So maybe on... Uh, a show like AEW, they'll do a better job at explaining the rules. But I'm excited for it, and I, I think it's, I think it's gonna be real cool, man. I think it's gonna be real cool. Exactly, it's it's gonna be cool to watch, man. It's gonna suck to see fucking Daniel Bryan's body fucking during the tournament, but yeah, literally. But it's gonna be interesting. And it's a cool idea, and it gives a purpose to our old end. So it's it's interesting. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So. Um, with that, man, that's all the AEW news we have, uh, here today. So yeah, that's all the AEW news and, um, moving over to some more WWE stuff. According to house of wrestling, Rey Mysterio revealed his successful knee surgery today. He has actually been working through a torn meniscus for about three months and the injury has slowly worsened. 
Rays expected to be out for six to eight weeks. Damn. A long ass time. Seriously. Um, it really makes me think. Um, why'd you put the U.S. title on him? Why'd you have him beat Austin Theory's long and worthless reign for a wrestler who's aging and he's working with a torn meniscus? Huh? I don't know, man. That didn't make much sense to me at all, but, um... That didn't make much sense to me at all, dude, but Ray's going to be out for six to eight weeks, and that should bring us to about the Royal Rumble, so I'm assuming him and Santos are going to either get a match at Chamber or Mania or maybe even both. I can see it. I can see it. And if they, if, he, if this injury is like got like really bad all of a sudden, I could actually see that for the reason why they kind of fast-track to Santos' heel turn so I don't have to wait you know, an over amount of time to turn him heel and just turn him heel and build up his momentum as a heel and then have Ray return so they could do the match. I, I think that, to me, at least explains why they kind of fast-rushed that heel turn. Definitely, bro, definitely. And then with that, too, reports are claiming that the Ray and Santos feud could end up being a group-versus-group group feud with Santos having some members on the LWO from his side and Ray having some members from the LWO on his side. That doesn't make any sense because if you have, like, are you just going to have, like, fucking Santos and Joaquin against, like, fucking Ray and Cruz del Toro? Like, what? I don't understand that. I don't really think they're, unless you do, like, the original Legato, like you could have Zelina split down the middle, and then you have uh, Joaquin and Cruz on Santos' side, and then maybe like Carlito and like Dragon Lee on Ray's side or something. I would say maybe do something like that, and then maybe Vega does end up choosing a side against the baby faces and the heels. They need to get one up back to counter that because they can't. Beat them up and beat her up themselves, and they 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 call, you know, the old member that she kind of took the spot of, and that would be I would yes. actually really like that. Yes, Electra, bro. Yeah, so I'm, I'm down. It plus faction civil war, man. I'm always down for that shit. Absolutely, I love that shit, love that shit so much. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, but that that's that's the weird th- that's the weird thing too is like, you know. Even if you do put, like, fucking Dragon Lee on there, like, Dragon Lee's not even in the fucking group, so it does, it still doesn't make sense. But, like, I don't know how they're going to make sense out of a Civil War LWO, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting, though. It's going to be interesting, and, and I'm going to be here to see it, and I'm excited to see Santos as, as a heel, and I really want people to get a taste of El Jefe that character from NXT cuz god damn that was good dude when he was where he would wear like the leather coat with like the fucking fur on the hood with the little cross hanging down dude that shit is sick that shit was hard as hell yeah that shit is sick um but um god i uh, i miss i miss El Jefe bro dude i really do that man was good dude. 
He was cool, really, is that? He really was, bro. He really was. Um, yeah, man. So that's the news on the LWO and Rey Mysterio's injury, man. So I hope he, I hope he gets better, man. I hope he gets better. I hope so, man. I really hope so. So, Vince McMahon. During the Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Melzer mentioned how Vince McMahon selling 8.4 million shares of his stock in uh, uh, in TKO is nothing to be concerned about as he has only unloaded about 30% of what he had. He still has plenty to maintain control of the company. Vince has also sold company stock. Uh, Vince has also sold company stock before. As have others in the company. So as long as the, as long as he keeps seven million shares, then he is still on the board of directors. This is not this is not about him being unhappy or anything like that. He's selling stock. He's been selling stock for years. He because he had majority interest in the company, as he would not cut back and cash out. He sold a lot of fund. Uh, he sold a lot of fun. The second XFL run. Oh yeah, whatever fucking happened to the XFL? I remember The Rock got a hold of it, but I haven't heard about it since. Among uh, other things, I swear to God, among other things, something's been con- something. That's something he's been consistently doing. I don't think that it's anything to be. You know, he's trying to get out or anything like that. When it gets below, he sells. He, um, when it gets below, if he sells to below 7 million shares, that's when he'll lose his board of directors seat. When it gets to that level, it's like, oh, he's getting out, but it's not to that level. He's not getting out. I swear to God, this man can't talk. But um, regardless... Uh, I get it. I get it. He does, you know, want to sell stock in the company. But I'm telling you, man, it really comes at a fishy time with all this other news of them knighting Triple H and all that stuff. I think there's a little more behind it than it comes at a weird time, man, and things line up. So I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I know Dave's saying there's nothing behind it, bro, but it comes at a weird time, man. And I'm 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 staying my guard on this one, bro. And dude, it's fishy to me. It definitely is. I think there's a reason. I just think we don't know the reason yet, man. I don't know what he's planning yet, but I think it's for a reason, bro. But um it's interesting nonetheless. I think it's gonna evolve into something greater in the future. Definitely, bro. Definitely. I think um, I, I think Endeavor knows he's a PR nightmare. And I think that if stocks drop and, and stuff like that drops company wise, they're going to look at that and they're going to blame him as they should. And exactly. Yes. And they absolutely need to get him the fuck out of there. So. So. Um, yeah. Um, Kurt Angle. My boy Kurt, Kurt on a perk, from the True Jordy podcast. Kurt Angle has announced that a film, a a film dissecting his life story, is in the works and is expected to start filming next year. Dude, I'm pumped for that, bro. Kurt Angle is uh, super inspirational. 
Uh, he has one of the best stories out there. It's sad and it's horrible, but it's a story of uh, uh, Kurt overcoming a lot of demons, and it's a beautiful fucking story. Um, and, and Kurt's an absolute legend. I can't wait to. I cannot wait to see who plays Kurt Angle. I am pumped to see who fucking plays Kurt Angle, bro. But um, I'm excited for it, dude. And Kurt, Kurt's got one of my favorite stories. Kurt's and Kurt's a legend in this business. And Kurt's the man, bro. No much more than needs to be said on on Kurt on a perk, bro. So, um, it, I'm excited. Definitely, man. I can't wait, dude. I really can't. That movie's gonna. That shit's gonna go nuts. And it's an amazing story, man. I can't wait to see it in movie form. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. No question. And you know, if that thing's in theaters, I know we'll be there. So you just tell oh, us yeah. when. You know it, bro. You know it. So, um, yeah, man. And with that, for the last piece of WWE news before we... Well, for the last piece of news in general before we get to these predictions. WWE has announced... WWE has announced that next year's Backlash Premium Live event will take place from the LDLC Arena in Lyon Designs, France on May 4th, 2024. As you can see on your screen, this is the logo. This is the date, the arena, the location for everything Backlash. I like... Like, last year, I like how they called it Backlash Puerto Rico. This year, I like how they're calling it Backlash France. And I really love how they're making their post-mania pay-per-view something to fucking remember and something to be excited about, man. Exactly. It was always one of the most pointless pay-per-views to where at one point, they literally named it WrestleMania Backlash to give it a point. Um, and now, now they're giving it a real point that's actually awesome. And I can't wait, dude. France is an awesome location. That crowd's going to go nuts, and I can't wait. Definitely, dude. So, yeah, man. And, and nice logo, too. I mean, it's nothing too crazy, but clean, clean, nice logo. I like it. So, yeah, man. Hey, man. Yeah, so that's, uh, that is the news for Backlash going to France. And, and definitely, Bell, I definitely understand what you're saying. He is not... He's not been looking too good lately, bro. But um, I'm excited for Backlash France. I loved Backlash Puerto Rico. Um, and dude, like I said, dude, just a way to give way to give these shows that were once pointless uh, a, a a purpose. You know what I mean? And make them bangers, bro. So I love it. I love it. And, and keep doing it, bro. Keep doing it, dude. Next year we got Australia. We got Philly. We got fucking um. France, we got uh, what's up, Berlin, dude. We're gonna be eating next year with these shows, bro. And I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for them, man. So, yeah, man. I can't wait, man. I love this idea. I love this trend, man. I really do. Definitely, bro. So yeah, man. That is the news. That is the news for uh this week, man. And now moving on to the full gear. 2023 predictions this is everything we know of so far let me just do a quick double check and make sure that nothing got added mm, yeah we're good all right so the first match zero hour dude why the fuck do they keep doing this to mjf bro <laughs> i don't understand mjf and a mystery partner 
You guys think it's going to be CM Punk, man? What do you guys think? CM Punk on the zero hour? Oh, good lord. That's what I'm thinking, dude. That's what I that's what that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's gonna be punk. Like the rest of these fucking punk marks. Um I don't know why they keep having this guy wrestle. I don't know why they keep having him wrestle twice, dude. Like it's God, get these fucking ROH titles off of him, bro. I mean, what the fuck, man? Um obviously Adam Cole is legitimately injured. Should have just take the titles off him. Yeah. He should have. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um so yeah, um, this match, um, obviously gonna go to MJF, I mean, who gives a shit about the guns, um, I don't know, MJF might stiff it out like he did at, uh, Wrestle Dream and just beat him by himself, so, I could see it, or maybe Samoa Joe, but MJF's, like, really reluctant on that, and, I don't know, I, I could, I, I don't think it's going to be anybody big if it is anybody, and if not, then I just think, uh, I, I think, if not, I, I think that, if not, I think that he's just going to kind of go about it by himself, maybe? I, I don't know, but either way, I think it'll be MJF. Yeah, and I really don't know what they're doing here, man, but no matter what, I think MJF is going to walk out as still the singular tag team champ. Seriously, bro. Also, you people in L.A. are getting very lucky because MJF, when they go to cities, they got better than you, baby, theme shirts. Chicago had a cool one. I has a huge regret not grabbing it, but um, huge regret. But, dude, the Lakers one, the Lakers one, bro. We got, we went with, because I'm tired of using these same themes, and AEW did a Lakers theme for Full Gear when they originally announced it. We used that. I made a logo. I made a full gear Lakers logo. I think you guys are gonna love it. Um, it's easily some of the cleanest work we've done, and some of my personal favorite work that we've done. And um, I'm pumped, bro. I'm pumped for it, man. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think MJF. Uh, I think MJF's gonna retain this one here. I think so, definitely. And the next one. Hikaru Shida versus Timeless. Tony Storm. I've been loving this Tony Storm gimmick. Um, I think she plays it well. And I, I like her getting into a character, dude. It's fucking so nice to deep dive into. But you know, you know, these are uh these are these wacky characters that I thought AEW fans didn't like, like Broken Matt Hardy. Get the hell out of here, bro. Tony Storm's been fantastic, and I've been uh I've been loving her, bro. I've been loving her. I've been loving every second of this. I actually really like the touch of uh, Luther as the butler. He looks pretty good in that role. She's been fantastic in that role, and she's been playing it to a T, bro. So I like. I, I'm. I'm just. I. I like it so much better than what she was doing before. Just like the, you know, grizzled veteran been wrestling since. She's fourteen. Yeah. Tony Storm. So I like it. I like it a lot. I do, man. I really like it, and um, I hope she wins, man. Uh, there's a chance that her car she retains, but um, I, I I hope to give it to Tony Storm, man, and um, Marsha May may help her. I mean, it would have been nice for that to be her debut. Did you say Marsha May? Or Mariah. Mariah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Marsha May. 
Fuck me, dude. I can't fucking talk. Look, Mariah May. Fucking hell. Um, she could help her win. I would like that, man. But no matter what, I'm going to give my full prediction to Tony Storm. Absolutely. That's another thing, Bell. You mean to tell me they fucking took the championships off of Mark Briscoe because he didn't have another tag team champ? Uh, because he didn't have his other tag team, you know, the his brother. But MJF just gets to walk around as a singular champion? Like what? It doesn't make any I, sense. I no. However, I completely forgot to... Um, uh, I've completely forgot to give my prediction, but I think it's going to be Tony Storm, and I absolutely want Tony Storm to win. I think she is good, but I think Tony Storm's just really diving into the character, and and, and I, I think she's the best part about the division, bro. So give her the fucking championship and let her cook with it, bro. Exactly, man. Exactly. I hope so. I hope they do. Definitely, man. So we have. The next match, the six-man, uh, six-man tag team action. Um, uh, Darby Allen, Sting, and the Radar Superstar Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage and his two sons, uh, Christian Cage and that snot-nosed punk kid Nick Wayne. Um, hmm. Uh, I would actually like to see. Okay, first of all, minor gripe. Christian is one of the greatest TNT champions of all time. Get this man defending the title on pay-per-view. But I digress. I digress. Um, this, I mean, this this match does make sense, though. But classic AEW. Um, always, always do that for some reason. Never fucking fails. But, um, uh, yes, I, I'm going to go. I would actually like to see the heels win here, man. I would actually like to see Christian Cage and, and his two children, um, you know, pack him up but something tells me they're just they're gonna give edge the win because it's his first uh you know pay-per-view uh aew pay-per-view um match i think so man i, I personally would prefer the heels to win mm-hmm. but if i had to give my prediction it'll be the baby faces solely because of edge being there definitely definitely bro so next up we got one of AEW's best programs at the moment. Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland 2. This actually, let me double check, but this, yes, this is a Texas death match. Dude, Christian, I think Christian Cage is everybody's father, bro. He's been teaching us valuable lessons, bro. Not to be a snot-nosed exactly. punk kid. <laughs> so... Definitely, I definitely understand. I definitely understand where where you're where you're where you're going with that, Durante. I feel the same way, um, coincidentally enough. But um, this is a Texas Death Match, and this is gonna be a banger. Adam Page is just, dude, that man's a banger. Swerves, 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 getting up there with that upper echelon of, of uh, the AEW uh, main event scene. Prince Nana, I can't say it enough. How fucking how just instrumental Prince Nana's been to Swerve Strickland's run, but he's just, he's been that dude for Swerve. He really has, bro. Um, He adds so much to the package, but Swerve and Hangman too, I feel like they're going to do a trilogy, and I think Hangman will win this one. Unless they want to send him down another downward spiral and he eats two losses, which I could see them doing that. 
I was gonna say I could see two paths. Either I no matter I could either see like I said Hangman losing the second match and then this is the end of the feud and you know Hangman goes out to do his own thing or it's another um you know bad path or I could see Hangman getting this one up and then Swerve will win the feud then. Yeah, either way exactly either way this feud has been phenomenal man and i can't yes. wait to see it continue and i'm intrigued either way man but if i had to give it to one i think they're gonna go three for three man or you know for the third match so uh, i think i'm gonna go hang man definitely man i think they're gonna have another one at world's end and i and i think that um i think that uh hangman is going to lose that one and i could still see him being um i could still see him being uh you know going down another downward spiral and losing that as swerve you know elevates uh to that next level uh, like he's been talking about so um for the next match uh oh but yes i got hangman for match two but um yeah man so for the next match we got For the international championship, OC versus John Moxley. This one should be a banger. I love their match at All Out. It was pretty epic, and I can't wait to see an aggressive side of Orange Cassidy. I think it's going to be really sick, um, and I think it's going to—I think it's going to be something really cool, bro. I think it's going to be something really cool, and I'm, I'm excited for it, man. I'm really excited for it. Um, and yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, that's. That's that's pretty much that's pretty much that. That's pretty much that, man. Um but who do as for the winner <sighs> Damn. I could see it going down two paths. I could see Cassidy just just snapping and just, you know, going into, you know, full uh how do I word like full just doesn't care anymore in a way where it's not he doesn't care, but he doesn't care about like hurting people, I guess anymore. But he he just snaps and he wins, um, or Mox wins, and it just sends him into a full word spiral. But I'm not, I think I'm gonna give mine to Orange Cassidy. Definitely, man. I think I'm gonna go ahead and say it all depends on what Tony had planned for Moxley as the champion. That is true. You know, that is true. Because if he wanted Mox to go do some shit with that title, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, damn, I'm gonna go ahead and say John Moxley. I'm gonna go ahead and Ooh. say Mox. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm intrigued no matter what. Definitely, definitely, man. And next we have the Young Bucks versus the Golden Jets, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Um. Being that the Bucks are kind of on a little downward spiral right now, man, I could easily see uh I could easily see um uh the Golden Jets winning this and going on to unless the Bucks cheat, I could see the 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 Golden Jets winning this match and getting a tag team title match and I'm not excited for that. What the fuck are we doing? Man, we got to see two mixed tag teams face each other for the tag team titles. Because, oh yeah, who's the tag team champions? Ricky Starks and Big Bill. We have to see them versus the Golden Jets. <laughs> what the fuck is happening with tag team division? Especially but with, yeah. like, all the heat that the Bucks have been getting for no fucking yeah. reason. I could see them... 
wanting to just take the the shot off him the or take the the title shot off of them i could see it man they're they're the scapegoat to the fans yeah so i could see them just want to take the heat off themselves and sadly i think that's the path they're gonna go so i'm gonna say the golden jets are gonna get this win so stupid dude the fucking elite just got back together like why didn't you just do a heel elite like what the fuck? Like, come on, man. Doesn't make any fucking sense, especially with Hangman going down a downward spiral. Had turn turn the whole fucking group heel. Have fucking Omega turn on Jericho. Like, I don't know, man. It makes no sense. And the next match, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Julia Hart versus Chris Statlander versus Sky Blue. For the TBS title. Please get the title on Julia Hart. Um, it just didn't work Every- out. It's And it's not going to work out with Julia Hart either. I don't even know why I'm saying that. This title no, just fucking sucks, man. The pointless ass title, but at least put it on someone who's doing at least some type of character work. Yeah. So, I'm going to say Julia, and I think Sky Blue is, is actually going to join her side and she's going to spray her blue mist in, in the face of um, Chris Statlander. Definitely. Or if she's not on her side, she's going to attempt to hit Julia and hit Chris Statlander and she's going to lose. Mm-hmm. Definitely, bro. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's how it is in AEW, bro. Either you got a Sheeta situation where they just fucking flop the title on and off of you or you have a Julia Hart situation where you are literally just uh or, or um not a Julia Hart situation, a Chris Statlander situation where you pretty much are just there to do God knows what and hold the championship for nine months and that's it. Literally. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and say uh Julia Hart for this one. I would say too, yeah, Julia. And next for the AEW Tag Team Championships, <sighs> we have the champions, Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus LFI, Roosh and Is it Dralistico? Yeah, I think it's Dralistico. Yeah, this is the Andrade's group, by the way, that he's just not in anymore. Versus Excellent. FTR. Oh, oh, uh-oh. Seems what happened on um, Liz. I don't watch Collision, but mm-hmm. reading tweets about what happened. I don't know if he's still in the group, but now he is being managed by CJ yep. Perry. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Garcia too. She's trying to manage him, which it plays into Miro's character nice. But in the meantime, oh, I don't know what they're doing with the, these guys that are getting stuck in this. Dude, that man Miro just must enjoy people hitting on his wife because it's all he ever does is stories where people like his wife and he gets mad at it. Like, bro, where is my fucking redeemer, bro? God's champion, dude. Where is he? Which is so annoying because I actually like the the path he went down where, you know, he resents God and whatnot. That shit's hard. He said oh, the it's only amazing. believe is himself now. Yep. Like, that's heat. That's heat, bro. Like, can we actually like see that? 
and like compelling storylines, please. But bro, dude, when he was God's favorite champion, and then when he transitioned into re the Redeemer, uh, when he was Ooh. TNT champ, top three TNT champions of all time, no fucking Jeez. question. It's Darby, Christian, and Miro, bangers, I'm banger fucking reigns. Bell, I cannot say that any fucking louder. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus LFI versus FTR versus the Kings of the Black Throne, House of Black, Brody and Malachi. Are you fucking stupid? Is there, is there not an international championship that, like, guys of Malachi Black status can... They can elevate that championship so much... And they're in the tag division? Are you serious? Get this fucking guy out of the tag division. Honestly, get this guy out of the fucking company, man. Honestly. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. Get him to a place where he matters. Seriously. Um, Ricky Starks, uh, Ricky, Ricky Starks and Big Bill are the champs, and I have fucking God, I, I have no idea why. Um, I don't know who this could go to. I honestly think that they're just going to keep them on Ricky and Big Bill just because. For no reason. Yeah, that that's my prediction. <laughs> Not interested in this match at all. At least when we used to get multi-man tag team championship matches, it was like good teams. Like fucking Jurassic Express versus the Bucks versus Red Dragon. Like, god damn, that's heat. And now we have this okay. bullshit. Is fucking slow. And as for the main event, the last match, <clears throat> AEW World Champion MJF will finally get his belt back against Jay White after a month and a half of Jay White running around with it, being um, the complete opposite of cutthroat in the AEW fucking men's division. Uh, the This is for the AEW World Championship, man. They have so many people gunning after MJF, they're pretty much just telling you that MJF's winning this match, and that's it. That way, one of the only intriguing things they could do with this is reveal the devil or do something really interesting with the devil. Yeah, exactly. So, the devil is all riding on the devil stuff, man. So, we'll see how it goes from here, man. But it's an obvious, fucking yeah. obvious MJF win. Clear as day. Um, this, this is a big money main event, and this should be something they book so unpredictably, but I don't know, Tony, maybe having Jay White pinning your world champion clean in the middle of the fucking ring, in the middle of his fucking title reign, wasn't a big enough indication that Max is probably winning after Jay White did that. Um, you know, just me though. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna go ahead and say MJF here, man. I'm gonna go ahead and say MJF, and this one's clear as fucking day for me. Definitely, man. Most obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. And with that, man, that is gonna do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast, man. That is gonna do it for this edition of the news and full gear predictions. Now, remember, guys, we are gonna be on here live for you guys after the show tomorrow night for full gear we're excited for it man we're excited to talk about this shit at this point these aew conversations are very very juicy nowadays man so it's gonna be good 
and it's going to be very interesting to see what the hell happens with all that, man. So we'll see where that goes. And with that, man, it has been um, always, always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And I, Sir K. And that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Sales Podcast. Thank you guys so very much. And it has been it has been a true pleasure. Always, man. Always. Thank you guys so very much. We love you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. And we will see you guys tomorrow night with the Full Gear 2023 show review. Peace. Guns are like the stainless steel. I want the fucking fortune like the wheel. I squeeze gas.